It's week 17. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're talking all things Week 17 in DFS, courtesy of the Line Star app. Go get that Line Star app. It's not too late. You've still got playoff football. You've still got NBA. You've got baseball around the corner. Go out there, get the app, upgrade to the premium product, and keep us employed, please. It's 2020 still for another few days, right? Uh, Bogman, it's week 17, and that means two things. Number one, nobody's playing. And number two, nobody's playing defense for the most part. That, that seems <laughs> to be what the running themes are. These are always historically very high pay lines because some teams just flat out stop playing. They have plane tickets home. The guys on defense are like, hey, man, I'm not winning any Super Bowls. I'm not getting any playoff shares. I'm going home. I'm going to rattle off a list as of right now, as of recording this, of the players that are out. Uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes out, Tyreek Hill. Well, we haven't got definitive, but it seems uh, Tyreek Hill is going to be out. Uh, ben Roethlisberger out, which means Pittsburgh Steelers out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Davis out, Christian McCaffrey out, James Robinson out, Julio Jones out, Dalvin Cook out, which was kind of a surprising one today, and Joe Mixon, Jared Goff, and Cooper Cup out. Boy, oh boy, I think the Rams heard me in after my, all my disdain for the Rams. They basically just ran and hid. Because it doesn't look like anybody wants to come out anymore and play. You're not going to get John Wolford in, in any of those lineups, Joey? Oh, I mean, come on. John Wolford. I hope I hope he's great. I hope he's better than Jared Goff, and I hope we have a quarterback controversy. How's that? <laughs> you like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like that? See, now, now we're getting yep. into Kirk Cousins. So. Uh, <laughs> Week 17, uh, one of your favorite words, Joe, it vexes me. It is one of mm-hmm. those weeks that I remember being in just a gigantic, uh, you know, confidence pick em contest. I was, it was like 300 people. Uh, I was at seventh. I was ho- uh, hovering between seventh and eighth for like the last six weeks. And my week 17 was so bad. I dropped like down to where you make significant money to where you get, uh, you know, your entry feedback. And it, made me flip a table over and punch a hole in a wall. And so I was really out all my money at that point because I had to pay for a new table and a hole in the wall. So, uh, <laughs> it's a complicated I, weekend. I've been yeah. better in week 17's past, but, uh, or recent, more recently, I should say. But, you know, this is, it's like you said, it's a weird week. A guy gets a nick, a bruise, uh, anything, you know, uh, he's out for the for this game. And, and Dalvin Cook is unfortunate, His him and his brother, James Cook, who plays at Georgia, uh, both out this week. Their father passed away today. So that ah, was so that was the family thing. Okay, I didn't yeah. I didn't hear what it was. Well, all of our best to Dalvin Cook. That one, that one just kind of came out of nowhere this afternoon, and I didn't get a chance to follow up on it. So, right. so unfortunately, I don't so. know if it was announced in NFL circles, but someone found out in college, and I just uh, I had just done a college show. So there you go. See, why James Cook was out. So, um, yeah, that uh, that is the the personal issue that that they're going through. But also, you know, it's hard to like do you take guys in the chargers in Denver game? Like it doesn't matter at all. Minnesota Detroit doesn't matter at all. Now, luckily most of the other games have some type of playoff implication, uh, you know, 
not all of them are really going to matter, right? But they do have some type of playoff implication. So, um, well, I have a handful of teams. guys to go out there and play. They're NFL players, still. Well, so. and for the most part, they will. And and the teams that have sucked all year are just going to fade away. Right. Um, I I would say just off the top of my head, I'm in on Baltimore this week. I am in on Dallas this week. I'm in on Indianapolis this week. I am in on. Let's see. There was one other in Tennessee. Uh, and Houston, I'm in on both sides of that game. I think that one's going to have a, just a crazy total. JJ <laughs> Watt got those guys, uh, you know, charged up and ready to play. Hopefully. You can charge them up all he wants. They stink. It doesn't matter. No, no, I no. I, they, yeah. they stink, but they should at least put forward an effort. So, Well, offensively, they always put forward. I mean, they put up 30 points in these losses. I mean, that's just how it that's is. True. But there's a handful of games that, <clears throat> you know, that I'm I'm kind of hyper-focused on, and there's actually some pretty good values in high and low. So let's let's kick things off here because <clears throat> we've got a lot of games on this slate and some we're just going to be hard passes on just because of the lack of <laughs> fantasy implications. Uh, Arizona at the Rams. Let's start here. <clears throat> Your boy, John Walford, 4,900 on DK 65. No, thank you. Uh, I just look, I, I have to pass on the Rams altogether. And on the Arizona side of things, can you invest in this game at all? You know, the Rams defense is usually pretty good, but I don't know. To me, this is one of those games. It's just too many outcomes, and I don't like that when I'm investing. Yeah, Murray's banged up. He's going to give it a go. But, uh, you know, if this was if this was week four, there's just no way the dude would be playing. So he said he's good. He's going to play. Uh, I, <laughs> this game is is confusing all the way around because the Rams are favored by a point. Are we going with the Rams? Or should we not go with the Rams? Like, uh, <laughs> you don't you know, ask me. I right, never know right. the answer to that question. I'm the worst when it comes to that. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm okay if you want to buy Hopkins. You know, Hopkins has proved a million times over playing with guys like uh, Brock Osweiler and TJ Yates in Houston. He's going to perform regardless of who the quarterback is. So even with Strevler, uh, who most of us have never heard of, uh, I think he would be okay with him, but Murray's going to play. So Hopkins is an okay investment. Other than that, I'm staying away from this game wholly mm. and completely. The running backs are banged up. Malcolm Brown might not be a bad buy if Akers and Henderson are. Yeah, if you out. get definitive news from both of them, then I can get behind Brown. But that's the only, like, you have to get into the weekend and get that news first before right, I can right. even invest. Otherwise, it's another crapshoot. All right, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Uh, Calvin Ridley's been on fire, man. 8,500. 8,700 for him. Julio's going to be out again. I would pay up for Calvin Ridley this week. <clears throat> I mean, there's no reason not to. He's just been, he was so good last week, the week before. I mean, the guy has just really emerged as a star. And if you want to pay up a wide receiver, I'm not against it. I would wait a little bit longer before investing in Ronald Jones until you get a little bit more clarity on what's going on here because Tampa is a playoff team. And I don't know how far they want to push the envelope here with this game. Um, but look, you know, the, the cast of characters at this point. So in your opinion, outside of Calvin Ridley in this game, what is very investable that you want to have shares of? I'm actually okay with Ronald Jones. As long as they say that, you know, if Bruce Arian says he's going to get the lion's share, uh, he said that about Fournette, and then they gave Fournette the lion's share. So right. if, if, if Jones is going to be in there and look, I Tampa Bay is invested in this game because if they win, they're going to get that highest wild card seed, which gets right. to play whoever wins the East. Right. So um, so, so there, if that's not here. incentive. I don't know what is right. Exactly. Although I got to tell you, if it's Washington, Tom Brady better, better get some extra sleep because yeah. that Washington front is going to give him nightmares. Yeah. But are they going to be able to score on Tampa? Like that's the thing, you know, we don't even know they might be on, uh, their fourth quarterback here in Tyler Heineke. 
going into game one uh, of the playoffs. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm okay with uh, Mike Evans and Brady, and I'm okay with Tampa Bay. Brady's not-, not a bad play this week against Atlanta. I mean, that, that's that's one I think can get behind. 7,200 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. I think Brady Jones or Brady Jones Evans, if you want to put it together, and then the other side of this game with Calvin Ridley. But I would stay away from the rest of the Falcons. It's just too much. By the way, I'm seeing right now on my television screen uh, an interview with John Wolford, and he looks like an extra from Ozarks. That's exactly Oh, awesome. Doing, so. <clears throat> awesome. So uh, he's running but... some sort of like <laughs> extra from what part of Ozarks? Like from the – from the drug <laughs> side or from the townie side? Both from are. the townie side. So, Ooh, yeah. All right. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. Um, but but yeah, man. I, I th- this game. Uh, let let me let me ask you one question here, Joe. As far as the the teams that are completely out of it, you know, Atlanta has nothing to play for. Right. Are you are you going to try to get rival though? That's the thing. Like it is a rival, division but... rival week, and that's that's still pride a little bit. How many guys in your lineup can you have from teams that do not have an invested interest in any part? Not of Not many, teams? which is why I said I'm like one or two, right? One or two because the matchup's just so good and the players so good, and the price is right. right, and you just feel good about it. And that's why I'm singling out Calvin Ridley. Like he's the first one. You see, in that first game, I was like, nah, kind of passing, not not really interested. But that's a playoff game. Like both teams are invested. Yeah, well, that's a playoff game, but it's gross. It's a gross. Playoff. It is a gross game. I, I'm you not going to argue that, but it, th- there will be effort on both sides for the entire game. There uh, will. I just think it's going to be futile. So it's going to be right. You can see stuff. Atlanta packing in at halftime if they're getting beat uh, like Tampa. You know, yes. And no, because with with Raheem Morris too, you know he, he's, wants the he's job. trying to prove that he wants the job. So I think there's a little bit. I think there's enough that you know if you can in your mind, it's going to be competitive. If not, they're behind in this game, which means Calvin Ridley from a game script standpoint just makes sense. You know, yeah. and that's about it. Like I just want to be really laser focused here uh, on, right, right, on things right. because week 17 gets really crazy and I just it's don't want people. Yeah. It, it does like every year it does. And this is, and it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's like the arcade version. You know, it's like, you know, when you have the video game at home and then you play the arcade version and it's got like more bells and whistles and crazy things. That's week 17. It's arcade DFS. That's what it is. Um, all right, let's go to Baltimore at Cincinnati uh, Lamar at eight K and nine K respectively good investment jk dobbins we've been talking about him for weeks and guess what it was another touchdown last week for him 67 and 64 uh, i'm not chasing marquise brown i don't care how many touchdowns he catches i'm just not doing it uh sorry i'm not doing it uh mark andrews i will chase though 58 is a decent value on dk and it's 72 it's a good value and then in terms of cincinnati look i understand brandon allen had a huge game i understand that Samaji P Ryan was something and Higgins caught a touchdown, but against this Ravens defense, I'm out. So this yeah. is not some of the other teams they've been playing recently. Baltimore's defense looks great. 4,900. I like them this week too. So give me the Ravens stack and I'm a pass on the Bengals. How about you? Yeah, same. I don't want any part of the Bengals. I think, you know, Zach Taylor has been breaking out some tricky stuff. He, he could run some plays that uh, are weird that that score and also weird that lose a ton of yards. So uh, I, I see a lot of hit and miss in Cincinnati's game, so I don't want to mess with them. But I'm good with Lamar. I'm good with Dobbins. I'm okay with Brown. I think the price is okay. I, I don't know that I want to do it in more than a couple lineups, but uh, and then Mark Andrews, like you said, is a good price as well. All right, Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys are going to travel into the Giants, and I like Andy Dalton's price. Oh, my goodness, I do. 56 and, six, uh, and 71. I mean, oof. I mean, how do you not try? I, I know it's risky. I get it. 
but he's been looking pretty good here in this offense lately. Uh, Elliot looked good last week. He his price is cheap. I mean Ezekiel Elliott's sixty five hundred and sixty four on DK. I mean that's another one too where you got to think about it. My favorite pairing though is CD Lamb with Andy Dalton. I like that one. It's very cost effective. CD Lamb's just fifty two on DK, sixty one on Fanduel. Don't chase Gallup. What happened last week with Gallup was Michael Jaquette was terrible, and they just kept going there and going there and going there. Um, Giants defensively are always going to compete. Uh, that being said, I'm not looking for too much on the Giants side of this game just because I know Shepard had a good game last week, but once again, I, I don't want to chase it because it hasn't been there all year. The Giants will show up and compete because that's what the Giants do, but it feels like Dallas is finally kind of at least on the best track they could be on in the current circumstances. McCarthy hasn't playing well, Joe, like we, we had, we had them counted out. But whatever he's saying, whatever he's doing, I, maybe the Gallagher Act is working every week. I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's a lot of watermelons. You know what? They're cheap. You know, if that's what it's going to take to inspire millionaires, smash a couple watermelons, then do it. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm good with most parts of Dallas this week. I don't want anything to do with the Giants. Their offense has been pitiful for weeks and weeks. Daniel I'm good Jones, Dalton, Daniel, Elliott, and Lamb uh, together. Like, those three guys together, dude. I'm good with that. I, I'm even okay with Gallup. <laughs> You know, look, uh, Amari Cooper and James Bradbury should be the matchup most of the time. So I'm less interested in Cooper because Bradbury's played so well this year. Uh, so I think Lamb and Gallup are, are going to be on the receiving side more. But also Zeke is a decent price. And he just had a 100-yard rushing game. Like I don't ever remember seeing him at 65 on FanDuel ever. Like, right. Not He's even in his rookie price. season. He's that, a great it's price. A, it's a tough matchup. But that's a good enough price to where I'm going to be investing in at least one or two lineups. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky and our Chicago Bears. I say our <laughs> because that's where we've gotten to. Um, of course. Look, here's the thing with this game. You know, the Bears are going to be at home taking on the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, I, I can't say I'm, I'm going to go crazy here. I will say this. David Montgomery at 82 and 77 is still worth paying up for because don't don't read too much into Sunday night football in the snow with Derrick Henry. Okay. It's a little different environment here. I mean, they're going to be with another team that knows how to play when it's cold and things like that. It's going to be a little different. David Montgomery has been lights out. Robinson's been excellent. Trubisky has been good. You stay with this. Uh, if you want to go throw a dart at Jimmy Graham, I would do it on DK, not on FanDuel at 36. That's fine. Uh, but it's the usual suspects here. And if you want to go pay up in cash, there's nothing wrong with paying up for Aaron Rodgers and paying up for Devontae Adams because that pairing has been so good. He's leading the league in QB rating. Devontae Adams has 100 receptions and 16 touchdowns. Only three guys in NFL history have ever done that. Uh, here's a question for you, too. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, would you throw any darts as a as an RB2 flex play on A.J. Dillon this week at 49 and 55? Because he looked good. He did. He looked good. And, uh, and he looks so good. He won me. He won me. I didn't have him, but I didn't have him, but the guy I was playing against had Aaron Jones and they gave all of Aaron Jones carries to AJ Dillon Mm -hmm. and had Aaron Jones play the Jamal Williams role for whatever reason. Uh, I guess mainly because they were up so big, so quick and it worked, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a nice price for, uh, for AJ Dillon. And I, I, I can see myself paying up for him. And like you said, I'm good with the triple-headed monster that we've been throwing out there that is Trubisky, Montgomery, and Robinson as well. Uh, even, uh, you know, I, I took a shot on Mooney in a couple lineups too because he's just, yeah, you know, if he too. gets in, in the end zone, he pays uh, he pays for yeah. himself. So I, I like that play as well. 
All right, on to the next one here. The Jacksonville Jaguars week one beat the Indianapolis Colts, and now everything comes full circle, Boggs. Here we go. Now they're going to travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Uh, James Robinson's out, so you're going to get Agbunwale. And and uh, Agunba Wale is what I should have said. I'm week <laughs> 17. No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm <laughs> laughing at it's like, why even bother mentioning any Jaguar? I just you're like not, to say Agunba Wale. Any Jacksonville Jaguar this week, don't do it. You're starting the Colts defense is the most playable uh, part of. That's what you said game. last week, and they put up a zero. <laughs> no, they put it. They only allowed one touchdown in the first half, and then You're three right. in the second half. So yeah, uh, they, they they weren't great. Uh, but they they were playing a playoff team that had had success, and their starting quarterback. They're playing Gardner Minshew, who you know, I, like I, I don't even know. I guess Gardner Minshew is the starter because he started the year, but they went to. Or no, they, they're going back to Glennon, aren't they? Didn't they go back I, to Glennon? I it doesn't matter. You're not playing anyone. Matter. Yeah, you're not playing anyone in Jacksonville. You're playing the uh, the, Colts, the, Colts. the Colts defense, Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, T. I think Hill, that's not there. You're playing the Colts defense and Jonathan Taylor, and I think that's it. Because you know I, what? I, I can go, I can see T.Y. Hilton in some lineups. You know what? Jacksonville secondary is miserable. The last two weeks with Pascal is really kind of frustrating with T.Y. Hilton, though. I mean, I'm, I'm if you are a single entry person, you cannot go with T.Y. Hilton and Philip Rivers this week. You cannot do it. If yeah. you're multi entry and you want to throw Pascal in one and Hilton in one and do that, okay. Right, Pascal right. was 4,200, by the way, on DK. So he's got what three touchdowns in two games. So that <laughs> guy's, you know, look, really they could all off. score and, and right. the Colts should be pouring it on because they, they have to win this game. So right. they can't be come back on. They can't. Uh, you know, let Jacksonville sneak back in or backdoor him or anything. They have got to put foot on gas and keep it rolling downhill the whole game. So I'm okay with starting most of the Colts here. I am wanted the Colts defense, Jonathan Taylor, and the rest. I'm going to just take a hard pass. I'm going to take a hard pass on the Kansas City Chiefs this week because they ain't playing. So I don't want them. Uh, they're playing the Chargers. Do you want to go with Herbert? And, I mean, Keenan Allen's been hurt. Do you want to go – uh, do you want yeah. Herbert and Eckler? Do you even want to mess around with this here? I don't want any part of this game at yeah. all. Uh, you know, Eckler has been banged up most of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if they just didn't play him that much or limited his snaps or something like that. You know, we know that Allen um, ha- has been banged up as well. So is Mike Williams. Uh, you know, Herbert's great, and, and you want to get another start under his belt going into next year and all that great stuff. But the su- surrounding crew is not fantastic. And I have no idea how big the wholesale changes are going to be for Kansas city. So I just don't want any part of them either. So I'm going to skip this game completely. It's fair. All right. Las Vegas and Denver. This is another one too. I I got to say, I'm very excited about Jerry Judy uh, next year, but right now (laughs) targets last week, he did have five drops. He turned into Deontay Johnson and him switched hands for a game. (laughs) So uh, well, look, I'll tell you what, man, you know, Las Vegas, we've, we've been talking about the secondary and picking on them. If there is a week to throw a flyer at Jerry Judy at 4,200 on DK, I mean, that is a free square yeah. with enormous. I mean, you don't see $4,200 wide receivers who can get double digit targets. That doesn't exist. Typically. I've got Jerry Judy. I do one lineup against Welsh every week. Uh-huh. Uh, so I got Jerry Judy in that lineup. So. Well, I think you can play. I, look, uh, and against Las Vegas, too, whose secondary is, is a joke right now. You can go that route. Um, Jacobs is underwhelming for me. If you want to take a shot with Aguilar, that's fine. 5,800, 5,800 on FanDuel, 54 on DK. I'm good with that. 
Uh, Waller's always in play, 71 and 78, respectively, for him. So for me, it's Waller, it's Aguilar. I'm fading the quarterbacks. Uh, I will look at Jerry Judy, though, because, like I said, maybe not on FanDuel as much because really that's all about that touchdown equity on FanDuel. On DK, though, at 42, you know, he could get 12 even without a touchdown, and that's a 3x value right there on Jerry well, Judy. Would you say that, like, would you say that Judy and Calvin Ridley are your two guys off of teams that are definitely not so far? And you know what the nice thing about them is? They're they're high and low, so they they mitigate that yeah. salary together, and you end up with a with two guys in the low seven range or something I like. Well, it. actually, yeah, you know, probably actually more like low six range on DK, you know, somewhere in there. So that's actually pretty good. Like that's that's a good return on investment where you're getting high volume, you're getting upside. And with Ridley, you're getting touchdown upside. So I actually like that pairing act quite a bit. So the truth, because you got to find somebody to kind of bring better down to, the risk. You know, in a week like this, it's always better to go with the wide receivers than it is the running backs because running backs don't last long as far as NFL careers go anyway. So teams are more willing to sit them with any little, you know, my my ouchie, my toe hurts, uh, you know, <laughs> my, my my I cramped a little bit in my hamstring. Nah, nah, go sit your ass down on the bench. We'll get somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> All right, so what are you going to do with the Bills and Dolphins at this point? How do you approach this one? Because this one clearly has big implications for the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know who's starting at quarterback. <laughs> well, he like, says it's going to be Tua, so I have it, to. Okay, all right. I, I I must have missed it today then. So. Keep saying it's going to be Tua, but, I mean, there's going to be a leash. Like, you, you want – this team hasn't been in the playoffs – uh, for a while, and you, since I think Ryan Tannehill got them there last time, so, uh, you know, it. you want your young quarterback to take the first snap of that first playoff game. You want him in there to get him playoff experience, you know, go through the whole thing. So I, I think Tua is going to play in this game, but I don't really want much of uh, maybe Miles Gaskin. I was just going to say Gaskin's, Gaskin's the buy for me. Uh, more on Fanduel at sixty-seven than on DK at sixty-five. I think there's better ways to spend your money. Um, but Gaskin at sixty-seven on Fanduel makes more sense to me. That's and it's funny because he's about the same price as Ezekiel Elliott, and that's where I struggle. Like and, the upside of the star power of Ezekiel Elliott is very intoxicating, and I find it very difficult to look at that. And, and here's what I would say: if you're somebody who, let's say, you put in four lineups, right? You know, in a in a tournament or something like that. Let's just say you're a four or five lineup person, right? You can have three with Zeke and two with Gaskin or one with Gaskin and one with somebody else in that same range. But I would still be loading up on Zeke. And if you're telling single entry, I would still be loading up on Zeke there too. I would, he would be that guy in that price range. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely with you. If you're picking one of those guys, it's probably Zeke for me too. But I, if we hear anything, we could easily hear Buffalo saying, we're not going to play Josh Allen. It's, uh, you know, once again, that you know, their best shot in the playoffs in a long time. So I could see them uh, sitting him as well. They've already wrapped up the division. They got a home game going. They do have a shot at the two seed. So I, I expect them to uh, attempt to play him. But if, you know, once again, any Nick bruise, little thing, they can yank him right out of the game. So I'm kind of avoiding Buffalo as a whole as well. But I'm, I'm more willing to play Miami uh, players. But Gaskin is really the only one I like. Uh, Detroit's going to be hosting Minnesota. Now I'm out on all Detroit guys out all of them, nothing to do, but I'm in with Minnesota. So this would be like the one spot I would go here because they're just going to pad stats at this point. Like I think you're going to see cousins, you know, cousins is quarterback 13 on the year, (laughs) like, like it or not, 
He is. Um, and he's a pretty good value this week, 63 and 77. He's a good ROI. Alexander Madison's going to get the ball. He was dealing with some concussion issue, but he seems like he's going to play as of right now. 6,100 for him on DK. He's only 5K on FanDuel. I think this is going to be a very popular play. And it, despite the fact that last time it was a popular play, it was a complete unmitigated disaster. I don't think that happens against Detroit this week. It was. I mean, we all remember that. Everybody was. Well, they have so many good running backs in yeah. in Minnesota. They have Mike Boone and Amir Abdullah. I mean, you could even, if you want to, you could throw a Amir Abdullah revenge game narrative uh, because he he could get. Nobody's writing that story. Nobody. No one should, Joe. No, no one should. You're absolutely no. right. But but like they have so many good backs uh, in Minnesota, it wouldn't be surprising to see any one of them uh, take charge. But I, I would say more with with Cook down. Uh, I would say probably a little more passing, and I would go right back to the well with Jefferson. Yeah, uh, not not Thielen necessarily, but I would go right back to Jefferson for sure. I would too. Seventy six and AK. I mean, Jefferson's been phenomenal. And look, at the end of the day, you're going to get uh, the Minnesota offense is producing the number thirteen quarterback, the number two running back, and two Q, uh, two wide receiver ones. Yeah, I mean, what more can you ask from an offense in fantasy? I don't know. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. So take me through your thoughts on this one, because this has implications as well. And we all know one thing about Carolina, they have no quit. However, they're running out of running backs very quickly. They have no one left, though. Like, That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm not investing in. Well, does that um, make you curious about Teddy B at 5,300 at a tournament? Because uh, they're just going to have to sling the ball everywhere. I mean, you have to throw all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to play hard. You're right. But on you know DK, what? Oh, you talked me into it, Joe. I, I I think, look, Curtis Samuel had a huge week last week, and he's become, mm-hmm. become a bigger part of the offense. And with both these running backs down, he could get more carries too. So Exactly my thought too. And he's 6,153 on DK. I think yeah. on DK, he's a steal this week. I think he's my favorite Carolina buy. Uh, and, but Robbie Anderson at 56-66 and DJ Moore at 57-69, they both aren't bad buys either for like you said a team that is pretty much out of running backs and uh is gonna probably be behind and have to throw the ball most of this game anyway all right this should this should be oh well let's let's hit new orleans so what about new orleans here for you are you Camara, come on man coming off six touchdowns like 9500 9400 it's pricey but you, I mean, you're not you, buying you know? last week but uh he's four touchdowns away from 20 well here like, you go too i mean great. you can 94 for him on FanDuel and 65 for Zeke. Once again, you put those two together and you're basically like with two, you know, I mean, it's a very cost effective pairing right there. And you're getting two elite running backs for that. So, and, and honestly, Breeze is still knocking the rust off a little bit. So, uh, I, I think he's going to he's gonna need to to play and get some reps in this game. Yeah, but without Michael Thomas, I don't have much love for Breeze here. I really don't. I I, no, no, no. I just meant the offense as a whole will move a little oh, bit better. Sure. So, uh, so that's why Kamara is not a, you know, I mean, if they get up big, they're going to sit everyone. And mm-hmm. that could happen against Carolina like it happened against Minnesota last week. But uh, right. um, I, I I don't think Carolina plays too hard to let let themselves fall that far behind. All right. I'm going to keep this next one simple. Jets in New England. Skip, Skip it. it. Skip it, Joe. <laughs> you know, Crowder won some people some money last week, though. Are you yeah, I know. all Look, interested in him? Thing to take you know all seriousness joking aside 5k for him is a joke on on dk that's a very good price 64 on fanduel also good better on DraftKings though relative to the other wide receiver costs um it's funny because you know you can get crowder for five you can get um 
who we just talk about who was super cheap we were just talking about him a couple games ago that we uh, saw Jerry Judy it's very cheap right I mean those yeah. are the kind of wide receivers you're gonna have to find Curtis Samuel who's in 53 those are the wide receivers you're gonna need to make Alvin Kamara work in a DraftKings lineup this week what about you know Sony Michelle looks spry last week he did uh, but I you know my I I, I just can't I okay. can't recommend it I can't watch it I just can't. I asked you because because you're the Patriots fan. You're not wrong. You're uh, not wrong. You know, he no, looked but, spry a couple weeks ago. The first time he touched the ball, I was like, wow, look at Sony Michelle all of a sudden looking good. And, and if you want to go that route, you can. But I just I have zero faith in this this offense's ability to score points. And I haven't for quite some time. You know that. Everyone who listens to the show knows that. Um, right, but right. I am out. I'm also going to be out on the Pittsburgh Steelers altogether. And I'll tell you what, too. I'm a little worried about Cleveland. I really am. I'm just... I mean, like I, the 10th person I, I've heard tell me that I Cleveland, told you on Tuesday that I was worried about them. losing this game because they're, you know, this is what they do. I just, I don't, I don't know, think man. it's because of what they do. I think it's because of the COVID issues and the way it's disrupted the practices and the way it's just, I mean, they, they got shut down yesterday. Yeah. They got shut down. Uh, it's, I don't know, man. I got a bad feeling about this and I'm just going to stay away. Chubb is 76 and 81. He's never a bad investment. Um, it depends on, you know, how much the defensive guys from Pittsburgh are going to play, you know, are you really just going to get in? I expect, uh, I mean, I haven't, you know, I, I have no, uh, you know, hearing of this or anything, but the Steelers haven't had a buy since week, you know, four, if you count that as a buy. So, uh, a lot of these guys are crusty old vets. I mean, come on, you know, uh, Cam Hayward is a crusty old vet. Stefan to it at this point is he's a vet at, at this point. So make it Fitzpatrick, uh, Vinny will Vince right. Williams. You know, a lot of these guys are older vets. Joe Hayden's an old vet. I would, I, I bet we see a lot of them sit, uh, or at least maybe or they play, play a quarter. Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a couple snaps here and there, something like that. So, um, you know, uh, I, they need a break. They need a break before the playoffs. So that's why I actually kind of like a lot of uh, Cleveland players here. I, I, I like Landry uh, being back from, uh, you know, his COVID issues. And um, I, I like, you know, Hooper got some, some targets last week, but Chubb being the main one, you know, Chubb is, is the guy here still. So uh, I, I'm okay in investing on some Browns. I want no part of Mason Rudolph Steelers. Pass. No, uh, we saw enough of that last year. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this Seattle at San Francisco you know, I, I'm going to be on it again. They scored another nine points last week. That that, that Seattle defense, that just keeps giving you 3x <laughs> value. Uh, they just keep doing it. Somewhere between nine and 12 points every week. And I know everyone keeps laughing at me, but the Seattle defense is terrible. Well, they were terrible. They're better. And this is why you got to kind of get on the train before everybody else, because that's how you make money at DFS. And I would say that in, in this scenario here, that this is another spot where I like them. CJ Beathard's playing quarterback. They're all kinds of banged up. San Fran just wants to go home. I think, I think they're just exhausted. They, they fought hard. Hey, they, man, they, they played hard again. They, look, they did. They played hard against play Dallas. Against, I get they, it. They're going to play tough against the NFC West. And this is an NFC West game. So, you know, kind of like you were mentioning before, this is a rivalry game. You but know, just not, like Atlanta, Tampa who Bay. can you invest in on this team? I can't. Yeah. yeah I think you can invest on it. It is price is fine. It's 6,000. And uh, sixty eight hundred, it's a little pricey, uh, but but I'm okay if you wanted to go to that well, uh, because obviously there's no Kelsey this week. You know right. I can't imagine that he plays, uh, and if he does, it's going to be very very limited without Mahomes. And 
I'm okay with Jeffrey Wilson Jr. He had a huge, enormous week last week, 180 yards. And, um, you know, the Seahawks have been uh, so concentrated on uh, their issues against the pass from earlier this year that they've been letting up some run rush yards. So I'm okay with Jeff Wilson. I'm okay with uh, Kittle. Uh, but Ayuk is down. Um, Debo probably not going to play. They're down to the dregs of wide receivers, and I don't want any part of it. So um, uh, Seattle, though, I'm not really – I don't think there's anyone from Seattle I want. Their offense has been playing so bad, right? Yeah, uh, look, here, here's here's my take on this game. I'm going to keep it real simple. Uh, DK Metcalf has, has gotten price dropped dramatically. He's gone down $1,000 basically. 73 and 76. I think like Russell Wilson is looking to have a game here because he knows that they're kind of limping into the playoffs offensively. Russell Wilson's kind of a quietly interesting pay up this week. And he's not even that expensive. 73 and 75 him and DK Metcalf this week is an interesting pairing because it's kind of gone quiet. And I think people are afraid of that. And I think that having one share of it makes sense. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that, but I, I want no part of Seattle. All right, let's move on here to the one I want all of. So we're going to go out with a bang here. Deshaun Watson and company against Ryan Tannehill and his company. This one's going to be in Houston. J.J. Watt can yell and scream all he wants. The defense stinks. I don't, I mean, and that's just the fact. So, you know, I don't, and even if they do rally and play good, okay, fine. They're going to stop Derrick Henry. The, you know, the second worst, uh, what rush defense in the league is going to stop Derrick Henry. No, that's not happening. I will pay up for Derrick Henry. I'm okay with this. I'm at peace with it, especially with Zeke being cheap. This is another guy. Uh, if you want to go with Kamara and Henry, that's going to be really tricky. I don't. It's possible on Vandal. It's very, very difficult on drafting. Just go with Henry. They need to win the game. They, right. they, they, they need to win it. Because if they lose and the Colts win, the Colts are in. And well, Tennessee look, I got to tell you, I love this Tennessee stack because you can go with Tannehill yeah. and Henry, and then you can marginalize a little bit with Jonu Smith. You could just go straight for it and just go right for the heart and put AJ Brown in there with Tannehill and, and, uh, and Derek Henry. There's lots of ways you can go. And I'll tell you what, if you want to, on the other side, just play. If you want to just pass on, on Tannehill, you can go play Deshaun Watson on the other side of this game. Now, the question is, do you want to go chase David Johnson three weeks in a row? Uh, you know, I'm okay. Tennessee's defense hasn't been great. We just saw what they, they let up to AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones last week. So I'm okay with David Johnson this week. I, I this is the game stack to me. Like if you had to pick one game, that's going to obliterate whatever the total is. This is the one. This <laughs> I is think it. this is the highest total too, but, whatever, but it's not with, enough. It's like that game. Yeah, is. It's, it's <laughs> gotta go You're absolutely right. And Derrick Henry is 223 yards away from 2000. That, Listen, like the numbers, I don't think he's getting it here. This game. This is going to obliterate this total. Yeah. I, it says I, I 34, don't, 31 written all over it. I, I don't think he's going to get to 223 rushing yards, but he, it, it may be in sight in the fourth quarter. Like if he's, he's going to try 160, 170 and, and, and he's going up against a tired, ragged Texans defense in the fourth and they have a lead. He could get there. I would not be shocked. So, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it is unlikely. But e- even with that being unlikely, I think Derrick Henry gets in the end zone a couple times in this game. So uh, I-, I am all aboard the Derrick Henry train. I- I'm fine with the stack that you said. I'm good on David Johnson. I'm good on uh, Deshaun Watson if you wanted to go with him. Uh, the wide receivers in Houston are a little tricky. Is there one you like in particular? Uh, I think it's just got to go back to Cooks. I think that's yeah. the only way to go. You the know. main guy. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I want to say 
somebody else, but there's no good. You can't just lay your finger on someone else. Maybe Aikens at 3,300 and 5,000 against uh, a terrible Tennessee defense. Yeah, look, I, I'm just telling you, this is the game that I'm all in on. We we went through the things. There's definitely Minnesota's definitely something to look at long and hard. But like you can't invest in the Jets and, and New England. You can't invest in Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Like there's some messy things in here. And even though ten, you know, Cleveland really needs that game and stuff like that. There's a lot of mess in this week. And I'll tell you what, the surprising one might be Chicago and Green Bay. Like I feel like Chicago, if Chicago keeps playing in that look, they haven't played a team as good as Green Bay yet. But this is the measuring stick for them, right? Well, what do they have to lose? You go out there and you just leave it all out on the field against the Packers. If you beat the Packers, what a way to end the season. Then you become what? Nine and seven, right? Yeah. I mean, I got to say that's the, the surprise. And, and you're now dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah. Cause nobody believes in you. Like I said, we just went through and we cherry picked some things that look like good plays and you want to get some different combinations of them. But I'm telling you this Tennessee Houston one, this is where I'm going to be living. And uh, <laughs> the rest of it, <laughs> you can have the rest. Just give me Derek Henry to close things out here. Strong. That's what I want. Just like last year. All right. That'll do it for us. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pizapia17, at Line Star App, and Line Star NFL. And of course, go get that Line Star app and upgrade to that premium product ASAP. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except don't sit with. You've been listening to the Pre Snap Podcast brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizza Pia and Scott Bogman.